So I look at her right in her eyes, six feet apart from me, and I smile. And both of us have tears in our eyes, but now it's like tears of joy. And I smile at her. And then she smiled at me. And we walked into each other, and it was like cotton candy bending. It was the simplest thing. And it was such this moment of joy with like such ease, because that was not easy. And there was ease to it. And I remember that 10 years later, that Joanna, when you smile through the not so fun stuff, through the sucky stuff, it's gonna be easier and you're gonna get across that bridge faster. Welcome girls to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Get Up Girl. Welcome back, Get Up Girl fam. My name is Joanna Vargas. Welcome to the show if you're new. If you're an oldie and goodie, love you, love you, love you dearly. Thank you for choosing this podcast out of all the gazillion podcasts out there. I'm so incredibly grateful. Today's show will be a solo show and it is entitled, When You Resist, It Persists. I'm going to be talking about resistance today. And, you know, I totally get that that is a hot topic about vulnerability, relaxing into it, you know, things like that. And I want to tap into something about resistance that maybe you haven't heard before. And hopefully it, you know, it rings true for you. And if you're already studying or into resistance, hopefully you can walk away with something additional as well. The reason this came up was because when I had my event a couple weeks ago, my big event that I was producing, I was pretty busy up until that moment, like literally the moment when we started. And I went to bed around 12.30, 1 a.m. and then woke up at 3 a.m. So got about two hours sleep and then was at the venue by 4 a.m. So I got up at 3, had an hour, you know, to get ready, just to collect myself, meditate a little bit. I don't like to, to rush. So even one hour for me is pretty quick. And I was extremely tired not sleepy not it's more like exhausted where you're like oh my gosh I don't even know if I could take another step right now and so I got to the venue at 4 a.m it's dark I'm exhausted and the whole time I'm talking to myself or talking to my body my best friend hey best friend hey body can you help me get through this because I know you're tired I feel tired I know you're tired and how can we shift this how can we get through this And this is what I noticed. I wanted to resist the exhaustion. I wanted to quote unquote, think positively. I wanted to not think about it and only think about the good. And this is what I want the show to be about today. When we resist, we actually stay in things longer. 
let me kind of go a little bit deeper in this. But so we're at our morning meeting. Uh, I think it's 5 a.m. And the team arrives, you know, and there's like seven or eight of us. And we're holding hands and we're saying a prayer and just setting an intention for the day and and grounding our team before we go into the event and before thousands and thousands of people show up. And I expressed to the team, look, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm really tired right now. Give me some grace. I'll get out of it. You know, thank you so much. Something like that. Right. And I started to tear and two of the, the members in the team kindly and lovingly said, Joanna, don't think like that. Think positively. And it hit a chord with me because that doesn't ring true for me because when we resist, when we think positively, we actually resist it. We resist what we're moving through. And when we move through it, we can actually move through it quicker and it will not persist. And I totally know they were coming from love. I totally know that they wanted to assist me and it didn't ring true for me. And this is what I really want to strike a chord for many of us. And if it rings true for you, like the last thing sometimes you want to hear is like, think positive and don't think about that. And there was another time when I was in another meeting and I was about to um, uh, to do something for my other business. And another team member said, oh, Joanna, don't think, don't say that. Think positively. And here's the thing. I used to be that gal. I used to be that one that was in a meeting or with my girlfriends and tell my friend, Oh no, don't think like that. Think positively. I used to tell boyfriends in the past, oh no, you can't think like that. It has to be all perfect and roses. Because in the metaphysical world, when we are studying laws of attraction, we're studying, you know, um, metaphysical science, we are taught that what we think about comes true, what we uh, vibe with comes true. So we're, we, believe that if we say we're tired, we're going to be tired. And I'm here to tell you, like, that is so not the truth. Now, the moment you buy it as true, it becomes real and true for you. And that doesn't ring true for me. What rings true for me is stating to the people in my team going, look, I'm really tired and I'm going to move through this. And I was totally okay. Literally, like five minutes later, boom, I was good. My body got, got it together. And let me tell you something, podcast listeners, in the past, many, many years before, when I was studying the metaphysical science and studying, you know, uh, all these modalities of the law of attraction, yes, totally. Sometimes I think we misconstrue what the laws of attraction are. I would resist feeling the tiredness. I would resist the sadness. I would resist pain because I I wanted to think positive only. And if I thought, when I thought that if I thought about the pain, that it would get bigger. And that's actually not true for me. When I lean in to the exhaustion, when I lean into the sadness, when I lean into the, you know, whatever that feeling is, it can release that much faster. And let me tell you, that is the greatest gift that I have received in the last few years. When I lean into the not so fun feeling, it will not persist. It will leave. It will, you know, kind of just move through the body like a snake. And when we resist it, it persists. And when we say only think positively, let me tell you, there are things in life that are not so fun. Waking up at 3 a.m. with two hours sleep is not fun. 
And can I ask a question and get out of it with ease and joy and glory? Can I get out of it in ease, even though it's not easy? Waking up at 3 a.m. with two hours of sleep is not easy. And how can I have ease with it? And the way I had ease was asking a question, talking to my best friend, my body. Hey, girl, I know this sucks. I know you're tired. What can we do to shift this so that we can get through the next eight hours in order to get through this event with fun? And I got you, girl. Tomorrow we're going to rest. Can you do that for me? That's literally what I told my body. And she's like, okay, I got you. Can we rest tomorrow? Got you, boo. Like, that's literally what she's telling me. But the more I'm like, no, I'm not tired. I got this. I am not tired. You're resisting it and you're going to be freaking exhausted. I did that for years and years and years and years. You're not wrong for being tired. And when I was in that meeting, it was like I was wrong for saying that I was tired. And I'm like, I am tired. It's all good. It's going to move through my body in five minutes. Trust me. I just wanted to like ask you for some grace and apologize now if I snap at you. And it's like, I'm not wrong for that. I do want to tap on one more story. I went to a camp called Warrior Camp and Wizard Camp. Talked about it a couple times in past podcasts. And these two camps changed my life. They were retreats for business owners. And uh, it was created by T. Harv Eker, the author of Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And I went about 10 years ago. And there were two camps. One was like the yin to the yang. And when I went to wizard camp, this, it changed my life. And we did this exercise where we would do a lot of physical activities, you know, like walking on fire and like doing all kinds of physical things with our bodies where our minds, we were training our minds in order to move through it with our bodies. And we were doing this one exercise. It was to the end of wizard camp. And I know wizard camp sounds like a Harry Potter event. It was freaking magical. I don't think they have it anymore. But anyway, if they do have it in your country or state, or I highly recommend that you go. And we were doing this exercise where you got a partner and there was a rod iron. It's really hard to explain like a, like a pipe and it was not hollow. It was thick and it was heavy. And it was, I think it was six feet long or eight feet long. It was very, very long. It was taller than I was. And we would put it in our clavicle and the other person put it in their clavicle right underneath, you know, on top of your uh, sternum in your throat. And the goal was to place it there. Now, just placing it there alone and not touching it is hard enough. Like right there, you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to choke. Like you're freaking kidding me, right? This is a joke. And two people demonstrated it on stage and I was in awe. And as soon as I saw them, because I had already done so many things, I had already done warrior camp and now I'm at wizard camp and we're at the end of wizard camp. So by then I had already done like maybe 10 physical things that I thought I couldn't do. And then I'm like, oh, I could do it. This one, when I saw, I was like, I really don't, I really wonder if I can do that one. Like this one really scares me like the most. I get a partner. And it's this one girl, I, I don't know her that well, but she's like in my group. And because a lot of times we'd get partners and I got the perfect partner. You know, you, the God life always works out perfectly. 
And so we're one of the last partners to go. So you're watching everybody else and it's kind of loud in the room and everybody's cheering and things like that. And so you stand across from each other, six feet apart, because that iron, wrought iron is right between you. You're not using your arms. And then you step into each other and you bend it. You bend it into a big U. It is unbelievable what we were able to do. I wouldn't, I would never, ever, ever, ever believe it. If you're listening right now going, I don't believe it. I don't believe it either. Like I did it and I still don't believe that I did it. And so they only give you so much time for there's, you know, 250 people and we're in little groups. And so they give you, I don't know, about an hour for everybody to go through it. And we're coming to the end. And if you run out of time, then unfortunately you don't get to finish. So it comes to me and my partner and we're unable to do it. And I start to cry. I start to get like sad. I start to feel that I'm wrong and like judge myself. I go into the judgment of myself of why was everybody else able to do it and I'm not able to do it? What's going on? What am I doing wrong? I totally went into the judgment of the wrongness of me. And I didn't learn about the questions then. However, something came over me and I asked a question in my mind and I was like, how can I do this? And I had a download. I just got an awareness and I felt the presence say, you got to relax and let go. I heard it. And then I heard Joanne, got a smile. Because the whole time I was doing it with like, you know, so uphill with such intensity, with such like, I can do this warrior. And it was interesting because we were at wizard camp and I was giving warrior energy. I was giving yang energy instead of the yin energy. And most of us thought that it was the warrior energy that was going to bend it because this thing was heavy and it was actually the yin energy like the soft, the, the zero resistance side that was able to bend this rod iron into a U. So I look at her right in her eyes, six feet apart from me, and I smile. And both of us have tears in our eyes, but now it's like tears of joy. And I smile at her. And then she smiled at me. And we walked into each other and it was like cotton candy bending. It was the simplest thing. And it was such this moment of joy with like such ease because that was not easy. And there was ease to it. And I remember that 10 years later that Joanna, when you smile through the not so fun stuff, through the sucky stuff, it's going to be easier and you're going to get across faster. You're going to get across that bridge faster. And my last little story is I've been teaching fitness at this new studio in town and I've been training with them for the past three, almost four months now. And what I really come to discover is that I know I've been teaching fitness for 25 years, but especially after the pandemic and stepping away from it and then coming back into it, really fallen back in love with it. I truly am aware and know that I 
love, enjoy teaching. And I'm able to see the, the clients respond because I make it fun because it sucks. <laughs> Let's get real. Sweating, lifting those weights. If it was easy, everybody would do it. So let's make it fun. Let's tell some jokes. Let's play some fun music and let's smile because this sucks. <laughs> when you resist the fitness and we go in there, we're all serious. Like we see this, like we're supposed to be serious in fitness and no pain, no gain. I'm here to tell you BS that is, does not ring true for me. If it rings true for you, cool. And if it doesn't ring true for you, then choose something different. And what I know is that that's why so many people start fitness and then do not come back. It's like, I believe it's two to 5% that actually keep going back and stay with their fitness journey until, you know, their last breath. Now, starting a fitness journey and doing it for three months, doing it for a month, doing it for a year and then stopping and never doing it again is completely different from somebody starting and then like fitness is their life. That's about two to 5%. Because most, most start, and again, what else is possible and can lose weight and transform and then give up. And this is what I know. This is what rings true for me is because the warrior energy, the, the, I can do this can only last for so long. Maybe it lasts you one month. Maybe it lasts you six months. Maybe it lasts you one year. And then you're like, screw it. I'm done. I don't, I can't do this forever. I have to do fitness forever. I'm going to be here forever lifting weights. And I'm like, yeah, well, if I had to do it in the warrior yang energy, all the, all the, all the time, heck yeah, I would burn out too. So what if sometimes you have workouts in your warrior energy, and then sometimes you have workouts in your yin energy, your softer, your vulnerable, your wizard energy? If you ever see me, I got both all the time. There might be a song where I'm like, woo, smiling, and then maybe another song where I'm really serious. Like when I'm in my own workout, you'll see all sides of me, right? And then again, the mood that you are in that day. But if you're like, I have to come to the gym 100%, always in my warrior energy. And then when you're not in that warrior energy, then you cancel and you don't go to class or you don't go to the gym that day because you're just not quote unquote feeling it. How many times have we done that one, right? Or am I the only one party of one? And you're like, what if I just show up and I give you 10% today? Cool. You showed up. Awesome. And can we smile through it? What rings true for you when it comes to resistance? Where can you let go of the resistance and smile and have fun and bend your rod iron with a smile. Something that can be completely impossible can be like cotton candy. When you resist, it persists. And when you just, hey, here it is, ask a question, be open to awareness, shift it, and it'll shift faster. It will shift faster because when you get sick, you know, when you get sick, you're like, oh, damn, I'm sick. Uh, uh, uh. You're going to stay sicker longer. You could have the flu for a week. And when you get sick and you're like, oh, wow, that sucks, man, I'm sick. Okay. How can I change this? Hey body, what is this? How can I shift this? Hmm. Rather than making yourself wrong for being sick 
And when we make ourselves wrong for being sick, that's when we're sick longer. I am preaching to myself right now because I was the queen of resisting getting sick. I was the queen. I should have a Oscar for every time I got sick and I resisted it. And then sometimes it lasted. I had one time, this was about 2004, I had bronchitis for one year. No joke, seriously, bronchitis for one year and I coughed nonstop for one year. Because I resisted it, I resisted it, I resisted it. I knew more, I knew more, I knew better. I was in the warrior energy. I can do this. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. Resist, 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 resist. And now I'm so in the yin energy way more often. I hardly get sick anymore. I was the queen of getting sick. And I share that because I wonder if somebody out there listening It could help with you or it can help you. I'm so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. You're all freaking amazing. Keep shining bright. Reminder, Saturday, December 4th is going to be our annual Slay Gals fundraiser. And it's a free Zoom with about six of my gal friends. Many of them you have heard here on the Get Up Girl. They'll be talking for about 20 minutes each, giving you free value that can uplift and level up your life. And they're all my girlfriends. So, you know, they all think very similar to myself. So if you like the words that come out of my mouth, then you'll probably love what they're going to say as well, too. (laughs) And if you don't like what I'm saying, well, maybe you'll like what they're saying even better. What else is possible? And that's Saturday, December 4th, 2021. The link is in the show notes. Please go there and sign up. It's for free. And we are accepting donations for the silent essential worker. That is the worker that sometimes we don't see. The worker that works so hard all the time where things just keep running and sometimes they're silent. And we want, I wanted to, and along with my girlfriend say, thank you, we see you. And that's what we'll be doing on Saturday, December 4th. Would love to have you sign up. And remember, let's get back up with our walls down energetically expanded out and receiving much more in gifting so much more. Love you all. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas official. I love your DMS. Also, I would be honored If you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review, I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.